Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Aloha, friends. This is Tito Kang coming to you on this edition of Unlock the Leader's Code live only on Facebook if you're joining us from 8.30 a.m. in the morning. Today, we're on Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, February 8, 2017, on our trek towards the series that talks about the profile of a super leader. Yesterday, we talked about desire. Today, another profile of a super leader that is consistent from what I've noticed or seen is the one of self Image. That's right. Self-image. You know that song from Michael Jackson that says, if you look yourself in the mirror, the man in the mirror, that's where it all starts, right? So where does self-image come from? Where, where does that all generate or, or the origin story of self-image? Well, it comes from mainly all your childhood experiences. That's right. So once you have all those childhood experiences, it creates for you some beliefs some beliefs about us and we hold those beliefs to be true. That's where the problem lies. So throughout your childhood experiences, you create some beliefs and then because you have some beliefs inside of you, you think that is true. And some of those beliefs sometimes are created by the people that are surrounding you, right? Let me remind you something. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, nobody but really nobody had the right to tell you that you could not do it. Nobody. Nobody. And I've learned this lesson personally very hard because in the midst of trying to care for my son and to alleviate his pain, if you will, as he was progressing through creating and reaching his dream of the NHL, I had to wanting to sustain him from the pain, I had to share with him, it's like, you know, son, might not be the sport for you because I personally didn't see the talent. But who am I? Who am I? Regardless if I see the talent or not, if he has a dream, I should have let him go on his own. I should have let him go to give it his all, to believe that it's possible, to give everything that he had, to be driven by that desire, that purpose that we talked about. Right? Because at the end, even if he doesn't make it, what he becomes through it, by pursuing his vision, his purpose is challenged, by picking himself up when he got crushed or down or didn't get accepted, is going to make him a better, greater human being. And I took that away from him. So, you know, I give this to you. Nobody has the right to tell you that you could not do it. Your parents, your teachers, your husband, your wife, your cousins, your friends, your best friends, they might be very well-intentioned, just like I was, very well-intentioned, but indeed, don't have the right. You have to discover some things on your own, if it doesn't kill you, of course, right? So, all the behaviors that you have now is consistent with your self-image, right? If you have that, it's consistent with your self-image. So, you... I've either created this belief inside my head that's either a prison or a paradise, right? I've created inside my mind. Now notice that I said I've created it because I want to take accountability. Because in the end, 
we have created. Super leaders know that they've created whatever the situation they're facing. They've either created or allowed it. So if you're having problems to reach the same conclusions, that it's not the rest of the world, that it's not the family, the government, your boss, your colleagues, that's not behind you. If you want to reach that same conclusion because it's a block for you, I'm going to give you one insight that you can do. What you should do is really you can change what you have. You can truly change it. And how you change it is to forgive everyone around you that made you believe that way. You have to forgive them. Once you forgive them, it opens up a whole slew of opportunities, right? So many studies have been done for students. So you can take the same students over here, that same IQ, right? And you tell those students you are wonderful, you are great, you are going to accomplish great things. And you can take this Another student, another group of students over here, same IQ level, and you tell them, you know what, you're having difficulty learning, you're not going to be able to push through this at all, it's going to be difficult for you. Well, the results, the studies, scientific studies have proven that once you do that, the students that were told that they are capable, that they can do it, they can achieve it, actually perform 10 times better than the students that said that no, you're not, because the beliefs... The beliefs that we have of the experiences or the shared experiences of the people that are closest to us gets to us, right? So your self-talk and your belief about yourself are the results of the experiences that you have with significant people in your lives, right? Adding to the fact that you believe in them, it makes them true, right? You've had experiences with significant people throughout your lives and you add to the fact that you believe in what they tell you, it makes them true, regardless. So the key, as I said, if you want to move on, if you want to remove that block, forgive those people. They had good intentions in their heart, just like I had. But for you to move forward and push forward is for you to forgive them. So how do you improve the self-image? Well, the self-image is based on your belief system. That's what we just said. And your belief system is based on the patterns that you run in your own mind. How you define the events that happen to you and how you interpret them, right? The events that has happened to you and how it translates inside your mind creates then your belief and that's your belief system. So it's a pattern inside your mind. So how do you do that? Once you interpret them, you make those events and those feelings mean something to you, right? You have self-talk about the same events that make you feel and mean something. You acquire those beliefs. We acquire those beliefs about ourselves from the patterns of how we think. Then those patterns of how we think become habitual. They become what stays there. All right, get a look at my notes here. So... We then embarked on resisting who we are, right? You've thought about that before. You're going in and people are telling you, you've got to change. You're telling yourself, I've got to change. And you embark on wanting to change. And you want to change something. So for example, if you're a procrastinator, you want to change. I won't procrastinate. I want to go to the gym. I want to start going to the gym. And the thing is that once we've discovered, scientific studies have discovered that the the thing that you resist the most persists the most. So what you resist about you, you have to actually focus on. 
If you resist that, it persists about you. The attention that you put towards you changing that particular component of what? It actually pushes back on you and it makes it more difficult, right? So how do you counterattack this mindset, this pattern that you push? In the study, Dr. Dunlop has, uh, a behavioral psychologist has discovered that the more you focus on something, the harder you try to break a habit, the more instilled it becomes inside of you. So in order to do that, you must actually add on some more activities, some more insights, right? You have to break the habit. You have to not fight to change. You actually have to replace it with something else. So let's say, for example, if you love eating chips, you got to replace the eating the chips by something else. If you stop eating chips, you're resisting the fact to eat chips. The more you resist that, the more it'll persist, the more you'll want for it. So you got to replace in your mind. It's quite interesting, isn't it? In your mind, you got to replace it with something that is, wow, what do you mean? That is strong. That is a new habit, right? Then as you replace it with the new habits, you create new experiences, see? Once you have those new experiences, then you have a level of success, right? Now, aloha Nevin, let's just dump on board there. Tell you this is live. So in changing your self-image, so you have to create the new habit. You create a new activity. That's gonna, you're gonna have success in it because those new experiences are new to you. you. You don't have anything to measure it with. So you're like, wow, I like I'm eating a carrot. Wow, it tastes so good, it tastes so sweet. It's crunchy, it's fun, right? And then, so you created then a new competency that gives you more confidence. So competence leads to confidence, then creates new beliefs. And those beliefs, as we said before, makes inside of you new, a new self-image. That's what you start putting inside of your mind. So at the end of the day, pretty simply, you know, self-image is really simple. You've got to start from where you are and to, for you to create the belief that from where you are, you are okay, right? Don't wake up and say, oh, Marlon, I got this wart on my head. I'm too fat or my, my nose is crooked or my eyebrows are not level for whatever it is. It's where you are. You have to believe that it's okay and from what you start. So what I've always said this, from learning from the past, the circle of happiness starts from learning from the past. The past brought to where you are here today. You must accept it. You can't change the past. You can't go back and rewrite history. But however, what you do today, you can rewrite your future, right? So this is what a self-image is. Create new experience, new activities, and then you can move forward. So if you don't, in order for you to move forward, you've got to forgive yourself so that you can instill new beliefs inside of you. That's what super leaders do. So if you want to read about super leaders that do that, read the story of Jonathan McSwain, Janetta McSwain, uh, was beaten up, was abused as a child. And then as she moved along, she created new beliefs. Oprah Winfrey is another great example of a childhood that's traumatized. She didn't get stuck in that belief. In order for you to move forward, you've got to forgive. And once you forgive, you create a new activity, then you create a new habit, you create new successes, then it creates new competence that leads to confidence. And once you have those confidence, you have new beliefs, and your new beliefs 
is your new self-image. And again, because it is a circle, it is ever self-evolving. I hope this was helpful. If it was helpful, please like, share, and comment. Self-image, a profile of super leader. Handle it. Make it bandages. All right. Thanks for sharing the video. I appreciate it. Nevin. So there you go. I'm going to sign off for the podcast. Aloha, mahalo. Until I see you next time live and in person, lead on, make everyday bandages. And as always, here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.